Hey team, this is Wayne Smith and this is the Olympia Boxing Podcast. So today I've got a little bit of a bonus um, episode for you. As those that follow on the social media will see that I'm up in Bolton um, for the last three days. I've come up here with uh, my professional boxer Louise Orton. Uh, We've come up here to do sparring at Joe Gallagher's gym with Natasha Jonas. And uh, today we were at Jamie Moore's gym with uh, Chantel Cameron, um, world number one in two weight divisions, uh, doing lots of sparring. So thought I'd get a quick pod in while we're away, a little bonus feature to send out, and also introduce to the listeners Louise and everything that she's doing. So how you doing, Louise? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Excellent. Are you enjoying the trip? Yeah, it's been really good. I've learned a lot from the trip um, over the last couple of days. been sparring with top girls out there, um, an Olympian and two-time world champion in two different weight divisions. Um, so yeah, it's been a real learning curve. It's been good. Good. Excellent. Yeah, no, it's been fan- It's good, been good fun, isn't it? Yeah, tomorrow we're back to Joe Gallagher's for Natasha again and another girl. So we'll get some good rounds in, but it's been a worthwhile trip, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, learning, learning on the job, but learning with the best, mixing with the best. That's the idea, isn't it? That's how you grow and how you get better. Yeah, exactly. So, no, it's been really good. Been really pleased with your performances. And, um, yeah, it's been good fun. So, I thought, uh, yeah, so how have you found the trip, like, as such, and the sparring? What have you thought about the sparring that you've been doing? Yeah, it's been good. Um, obviously, this is probably the hardest sparring I've had um, in my professional career. Uh, I wasn't really sure of what to expect from Natasha because I've never sparred her before. I haven't really seen much of her um, on the TV or anything like that. Uh, so I was a little bit thrown when I got there and saw she was Southpaw. Southpaw, yeah. <laughs> yeah, even through me, I couldn't, I couldn't remember that she was yeah, a Southpaw. Not, not keen on Southpaws. No. So, um, yeah, that was a test in itself. But, no, I feel like I've done really well. Uh, I lack a bit of self-confidence sometimes, but getting in there and more than holding my own with Natasha uh, really boosted my confidence. And then, again, today with Chantel. Um, I've been mates with Chantel since we was about 12. Uh, we used to spar a lot when we was kids. Um, but coming up since she's progressed through the pro ranks she's obviously a lot more well known than me yeah. um a lot more well developed and stuff so i wasn't again i wasn't really sure how i was going to get on uh we've had some spars before like in the last couple of years have done well but she's always sort of um one step ahead yeah like one such, step yeah. ahead really but yeah today i felt really good in there um, yeah it's really good even she said didn't she she said that like how, how much you've come on and everything which yeah. is really good because like I've I've said like when people have asked me, how does Louise get on with Chantel? And like my response has always been, she's the only girl I've ever seen get the better of you, really. Yeah. Right, you know. So it's um, yeah. Uh, no, but the sparring today was fantastic. It was really good. It was it was level, wasn't it? It was yeah, level. Like she came on strong. You started really well. Um, it was great. Like yesterday with Natasha, it was really good. Um, more now your own. Like it was. It proved that your skills are up there with the best, which is like it's it's great to see, isn't it? Like from, yeah. From my coaching point of view, we, I know that we are doing everything right. We mm. like and speaking with Chantel, with the coaches, with Jamie Moore and that, like on on how they structure their training program and everything. Like it, it's filled me with confidence. That I know that what we're doing is right. We're not we're not we're not doing things. Un- we're not over training. We're not under training. We've got we've got basically the same kind of principles as what everyone else has. So yeah. so we're definitely doing well. And it, it's. Um, Trips like this, I think, are, is going to be very beneficial for your development, but also my development as a coach. Like we've we've mixed with, like, like this year, 
the last two years, uh, Jeremy Moore was this year's Boxing News trainer of the year, uh, 2019, um, or, or Joe Gallagher, I can't remember which way round it was, but both of them were the last two years trainers of the year. Uh, Joe Gallagher's been trainer, world trainer of the year, like by the Ring magazine and everything like that. Um, and also today we've got to meet Billy Nelson, who was a trainer of Scott Harrison, Ricky Burns, Alex Arthur. Uh, he's trained like lots of world champions and stuff like that. So wrapped my hands. Yeah, he wrapped your hands <laughs> as well and taught me taught me another way as well. So that was really good. So it's learning for both of us, isn't it, on the journey? So it's fantastic. But um, but what did, what do you think? Did you learn through the sparring so far? Um, I think in terms of what I've learned is to be more confident and to believe in myself because mm. considering like Chantel's a world champion in two different weights um, and Natasha was obviously really well known as well Olympian stuff like that being yeah. able to hold my own and not being outclassed and not being outboxed it sort of showed me that that I am like good enough I am yeah. sort of up there with the best and yeah sort of learnt really to just believe in myself a yeah, bit more. So, yeah growing some confidence gives you the confidence to know uh, these girls are uh, are operating at the top level aren't they and yeah. it, like you're just starting your pro career um, and it shows that where you could potentially get to as long as we get the right backing yeah. and the opportunities which is what we're needing at the moment aren't we so yeah. Um, yeah just waiting for that like ahead of this professional debut and then get the opportunities to, to grow and and like with your with your background and everything, I don't see why, like a few learning fights, but then like not so much fast tracks. But you shouldn't with the with what's out there, you shouldn't be hanging around too long. Like you yeah. should be up there challenging with these top girls and that. Because, Just got to get out there and get yeah, see it, yeah, get known and and raise the profile and and I think like trips like this when these trainers getting to see you like like what we've heard today like. Um, that's the best female sparring that she'd had for a long time and everything um, they're showing what level you're at isn't it so um, yeah so let's get let's get back let's get started like roughly where your your history so how did you get into boxing um, so my mum and dad separated when I was about 11 or 12 I think and I found it quite difficult to deal with um, I had a lot of issues like growing up in childhood and stuff so them separating sort of really hit hit me hard um, this turned me into quite a nasty, angry, aggressive child and didn't really have respect for anyone, um, didn't really attend school, was in a lot of fights and stuff like that and my mum was at her wit's end with me and she got to the stage where she nearly put me in care. Um, she spoke to social services and like, considered like putting me into care basically um, and I obviously didn't want this to happen and she got advice from people that she knew who said that it would be a good idea for me to find something like to channel my aggression. So she spoke to one of her friends who actually did kickboxing at the time and um, arranged for me to go down to a kickboxing class with her. And yeah, I loved it. It was the best thing really that... that what, what, what club was this? Uh, I went with TKO Kickboxing in Chatham. Uh, at the time it was run by Paul Whiffin and Colin Payne. I think Colin Payne's now taking it over and Paul's set up on his own. Um, but yeah, I went down there and at first it was just sort of a place to socialise with people and I didn't really take it that seriously, but I enjoyed... Just let out some aggression. Yeah, so. just an opportunity really to, to sort of throw punches and not get in trouble for it and like, yeah, let out some aggression. Um, I didn't really take it seriously till I was about 15 um, when my coach at the time said that 
he'd be able to get me a full contest, like a full contact um, competitive fight when I was 16, because I think you had to be 16 back then to be able to have a full contact contest. Um, and that then gave me something to focus on and something to aim towards. So that's when I really started to knuckle down, um, got my head in it, trained really, really hard. Um, at the age of 17, I went to Orlando and boxed in the IKF World Championships. And I actually won. I beat the world number one at the time, um, Summer Satterfield, I think her name was. Um, yeah, beat her in a really good fight. She, I think I was probably the only person that ever really made her think about anything and mm. she'd walked through a lot of people where she was that good but yeah so I beat her uh won the world junior IKF title came home and then I think the following year I boxed um about five times and won the world lightweight no not world lightweight it was British lightweight uh championship title at 60 kilos it was so, a senior wasn't it that senior time? that was yeah. yeah that was a senior um and then yeah rough Obviously, I kickboxed with Chantel back back then. That's mm. how we sort of got to know each other and became friends. And we had a discussion and we got a bit sick of just kickboxing. And it was sort of set up in like nightclubs and stuff like that. So mm. we got a bit sick of kickboxing in nightclubs and making everyone else money and not ourselves. Mm. Um, so we sort of jumped ship and she went over to amateur boxing about six months before I did. And yeah, about six months later, I turned over as well and I think what made me go over to boxing was boxing actually got accepted into the Olympics the year I moved over and that was sort of my main goal and a, and a reason to move over over because that was obviously everyone's dream to be in the Olympics so yeah that's what made me move over went to St Mary's Amateur Boxing Club in Chatham um, it was run at the time mainly by a, a bloke called Dave Bowler and I knew his son my ex-boyfriend um, was friends with his son and he kept pestering and pestering him for me to be able to go down and train but they didn't really want any girls in the gym because at the time like female boxing wasn't wasn't really a big thing and one day <laughs> we got him drunk one day and uh, sort of cornered him and he eventually agreed for me to go down to the gym on the Sunday night to uh, like keep fit class and I went down and he made like took me on pads and stuff and he said he got goosebumps um, when he was padding me and he rang up the other coach that was there at the time, um, Warren Simmons, and said, oh, like, we've got a girl, like, she's going to come down the gym and stuff like that. And again, Warren wasn't keen at the time because they had bad experiences before with other females in the gym. But, yeah, Warren had a look at me and said, yeah, she's definitely a keeper. And I've been at the gym ever since, and that was 11 years ago. 11 years, yeah. So, been at club 11 years. No, no, it's good. And so... Obviously, like I'm interviewing you. I'm part of the coaching team, but I, so I know, I know you're true. What what achievements did you achieve, like for St Mary's Boxing Club? For St Mary's Boxing Club, um, the main achievement, like the, the the biggest thing I've achieved for the club, was I won the. Uh, go for it, go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was your big thing, wasn't it? Like go through yeah. what you've done before that. Uh, so when I first went over to boxing, I can't remember what year it was, but I went into the uh, development championship. So it was the ABAs back then. I went in at sixty kilos, and I beat—I can't remember her name at the time—but I beat uh, the girl then and won won that. So that was the national novices. Yeah, that was yeah. the national novices. Yeah. So I won that. Um, and then after that, I went into the Harangay Box Cup. Oh, that was in 2012, actually. Mm. Went into the Harangay Box Cup. Beat a really good girl then in, I think it was the 
five to fifteen bout category. Um, beat a Scottish girl then, and got the gold. Um, so that was really good. And then after that, I'd boxed. I think it was three times I'd boxed in the senior elites, and I made it to the final every time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I lost in the final every time. Okay, yeah, um, times. Really, really close, close fights. Yeah. Like, split decisions, didn't you? Yeah, Apart from Sandy was was that unanimous? Sandy was unanimous. Yeah. So yeah. Sandy Ryan, I boxed in Liverpool in the Echo Arena. Um, in all honesty, I was shitting myself before the fight because yeah. of who she was and yeah. like really well known, and she was a lot bigger than me. Um, I don't know how she made the weight, but yeah, she was a lot bigger than me. Um, but yeah, I gave her a really, really good fight, and everyone was saying that that was a really tough fight for yeah, Sandy, and it, yeah. it was really close. Especially, didn't probably didn't box that much, like before, cause she's been on GB for a long time, hasn't she? Yeah, I bet she don't get much competition. At probably all. not. No, yeah. and I think she was quite surprised, really, um, mm. with like that I sort of took it to her. But yeah, I lost that, and then it was 2019. I entered again. Um, I boxed. I think three times mm. um, to yeah, get to the final. final yeah boxed three times um, boxed Kirsty Hill was you, um, in the final because the year before you got you got seeded didn't we and then we got we got that shit decision against the army girl because yeah. there's no way you won, you didn't lose that you yeah. won that it was just shit decision yeah. um, but what did uh, did you get you weren't you weren't seeded in 2019, was you? Because you no, were seeded in seeded, you yeah. were seeded in in 2018 when you yeah. when you boxed the army girl, weren't you? But yeah. 19 you wasn't seeded. No, I wasn't was seeded 2019. Mm. Um, but yeah, but I boxed yeah. and and um, I can't remember her name. Um, yeah, I can't remember her name, but I boxed a, a really sort of muscly girl. Oh, from Lampton Street. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah that's um, right. Yeah. Boxed her, and then I boxed. Um, oh God, what's her name? I can't even think of her name now. But then I boxed the other girl in the uh, semis or the, the semis. Yeah, yeah. I, can't, I can't remember who you had in the semis. And either. then um, yeah, in the final, I had Kirsty Hill. Uh, so yeah, and boxed Kirsty. Uh, had her on the back foot most of the fight. We had a game plan because uh, we'd obviously watched her box. The day before against Hannah Robinson and sort of like we went in there tactfully stuck to the game plan and it worked um yeah and I won and that that was probably the biggest achievement of my career because I was the first female ever to win that title for my club mm. um and only the second ever senior, senior boxer first to win time that title. in 29 years wasn't it since Johnny Armour yeah so Johnny Armour won it back in 1990 1990 yeah um and he was the last one to win it. So, yeah, yeah that was a massive achievement for the club. Yeah. There's only two of us that have ever yeah, won that right. out of yeah. everyone. John Orbson, like, like, fingers crossed, like maybe Rob or Tommy have come through this this season, but um, yeah. like, let's hope it's not another 29 years before we get another <laughs> one there. But, yeah. yeah, but also you've missed, you've also, you've missed, you have missed out something because you hold a win over someone that was uh, very special, didn't oh, you? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, mm. so I boxed... Um, not this, not last year, the year before. So it would have been 2017, I think it was, mm. or 2018. Yeah, yeah 2018. Um, boxed in the Haringey Box Cup, and I think the first the first day, I drew. Um, oh, what's her name? Kelly Harrington. Kelly Harrington. Um, so she's got world gold medalist. Yeah, world um, champion, wasn't she? Yeah, world champion. I drew her in the first day, oh, and I was one. like, oh god, like why do I always draw the hardest yeah. ones in the first like the first round? But I boxed my heart out, like I didn't give up, um, I didn't sort of give her respect, or mm. not in a bad way, but 
some yeah, people no, give people yeah, too much respect, respect and, yeah. and, and don't go in but I just went for it um, outboxed her with spit than her um, and yeah I won I won that fight which yeah. I was really happy about so that was well, not a really world, big achievement world number one because she's been she's been everywhere like you say world gold medalist she's been to, uh, yeah. did she go to the Olympics I think she did uh, she's, did, she's so, done the Commonwealth yeah. didn't she yeah she's done Commonwealth games won yeah. the Commonwealth yeah, yeah. so yeah I beat her and then um, I went on to box a Swedish girl. Um, she'd had like well over a hundred fights. Beat her as well. Um, and then in the final, I had Alana Murphy um, oh, from Alana. the army. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, that's who you beat in the in, in the, the final. Yeah. yeah. So I had Alana Murphy in the final. You beat her um, in two thousand eight. Yeah, it was two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah two thousand nineteen. Yeah. So I boxed Alana in the final. Mm. Um, that was a really good bout. Again, I sort of just believed in myself and pushed forwards and, and didn't give up and it paid off and yeah I won won the gold in the Harringay Box Cup and also um, that year I was voted by uh, I don't know if it was the boxers or the people no, that, the, the organisation yeah the organisation the people involved yeah. in it they voted me the uh, best female boxer the of the competition, competition. Yeah, so I got no, a nice a nice big white and gold belt for that yeah, which was good yeah, yeah no that was funny yeah that was still remember you going up there because they, they they tried winding you up by we, we all shouted at you didn't you we need a speech and brian yeah. jumped on it and, and made you say a speech and yeah. that, <laughs> there, there didn't need to be a speech it was a wind up completely and you by this time you'd had a couple of sherbets outside <laughs> didn't you? and uh, oh thank you to <laughs> everyone like, everyone's just laughing that like, was funny wasn't it yeah that no, was good so um so what's your goals then like now you've turned professional so you've don't you achieved everything um, as an amateur, won the national title. We couldn't go really much higher than that. Um, like, what, what was your, what's your goals now as a professional? Where do you want to be? What so, as a professional, obviously, everyone wants to be world champion. Mm. Um, that goes without saying. But for me, it, it's more about developing myself as a boxer and um, learning, like how to better myself and just to be the best boxer that I can. Yeah, and then challenge for like the, the sort of the domestic titles um and then yeah in whenever i get the opportunity to yeah obviously go go for the world title yeah, come up to it. yeah work like work my way up to it um and then ideally in the not so distant future i'd, I'd like to see myself boxing somewhere in america yeah why not yeah. why not the, the, the vegas. Easy thing. that's yeah. it vegas see your yeah. name up in lights why not yeah. that's what that's what dreams are made of isn't it yeah. and and like we've said, like from the beginning of this journey, like especially like you've proved that this week mixing with the top girls, that, that there's no reason why this can't happen. You no. just need the opportunity, you need the opportunity, yeah. the backing, which I believe once you get boxing and competing, these the the, the good promoters and everything are gonna look up and they are gonna see like oh there's someone special here. Let's 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 pick her up here and start and. Um, and give her an opportunity to to start winning and that and yeah. I don't see why why this it's not out of reach. No, know? exactly. Like, yeah. It really isn't out of reach. Like it's not only because you're extreme, you are extreme talent. You're top of the pool, top of the country. Like I've always been elite level boxer, but like it's so much harder for men because there's so many of them. In yeah. the females, like when we look at like there's a. It's probably a, there's a handful, isn't there, of mm. top like top top elite, like there's top top elite. You'd be lucky if there's twenty, mm. like you know, in the in the division. You'd be lucky mm. if there's twenty real top elite competition, like in the world. I'm I'm talking. Mm. Um, like, I think like one of the weights it was only forty five, but 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 like 
but in the in the professional game like of top top elite is it and i don't see there's no reason why you can't won't be up there yeah um it's like i say it's, it's harder for men because there's thousands of them but there's not as women yeah so just just, no. just about getting like the support behind me yeah i've already got a couple of sponsors um hoxton floors they um gave me some sponsorship which i've used towards my boxing kit mm-hmm um my one of my old kickboxing coaches uh dave winch he's sponsored me uh my gym fees so he pays my gym fees yeah, for me every month paying subs. yeah which is obviously a massive help because it's one less thing that, that i've got to pay for um and he also helped me sort out with pro box some equipment yeah that sort of me. Another, so, yeah, yeah that me, nice, i think it? he gave me like two pairs of gloves some clothes bags and boxing boots mm. like i've done really well out of him and it, and it all helps because these are all things that, that cost that, money that cost money yeah. that, that i'd have to pay for out of my own money yeah. so yeah. yeah it's been a massive help so there's obviously as much sponsorship that i can get coming my way the the better it is yeah no so like, like while we're talking about sponsorship and that like and, and like not only is it cost of equipment cost of running the club but it's also like for a professional boxer um like you're still in a day job yeah. You're still doing your day job, like which you, you probably will be for a long time, like, and, and and you may never ever fully fully end up. You might do it. Just depends who gives you the backing and what exposure you get, doesn't yeah. it? But but like for the listeners, you want to tell the listeners what you do as a job. Uh, so I work full time as a mental health nurse in the prison system. So I work at HMP Rochester at the moment. Uh, it's as you can imagine, it's quite a taxing job, not just like physically but mentally as well it's it's quite draining and and training full-time as well as working full-time it does take its toll so yeah ideally in the future i think if i can get to to be part-time then this is not only yeah not only sort of develop my my boxing but it'll also give me the opportunity to rest as well because rest is a massive part of of training and at the minute, rest is probably the one thing that, that I don't get a lot of. Yeah, you're so. lacking. That's the part that we've got to improve. And because you're like, you're out the door at like half, five, six o'clock in the morning, aren't you? Especially the mornings that yeah. we're running and stuff like you're not getting home till gone no, eight o'clock at night. No, so. so it's a long, it's long. Dirt. So, so if there is any sponsorship out, people out there that, that are wanting to become part of the journey, someone that could be going all the way, like please get in touch with us. Uh, to help out like and get in touch with Louise she's on all the social medias just as like myself um, it'd be it's very helpful because obviously as we say like this girl's she's mixing with the best she's beaten the best um, and she can be she is aiming to go to the top so anyone that wants to get on her journey early um, it'd be very helpful and you'll be there for a good good time so a good term so shall I say um, so so what do you think, like, so, because obviously my, this podcast, like, is about, it goes out to our communities and, uh, like, we box in schools and communities and stuff like that. What do you, um, what, what's your thoughts of boxing? Um, what's the benefits of boxing? What's boxing done for you, like, is in the benefits? Um, I think the benefits of, of boxing, like, you've got your standard, like, keep you fit and mm. sort of give you something to do and stuff like that. But for me, it goes further than that. Like I said earlier, um, I experienced different, like difficult things growing up and in my childhood, and like been through a few things. And boxing for me helped me cope, like emotionally um, as well as mentally. It, it sort of gave me a purpose, and it gave me something that that I could control. Yeah. Um, so, so it was an outlet for you. Yeah, it was an outlet for me, and it 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 gave me a reason to keep going. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, it, it, it also, because I was good at it, it made me feel good about myself. Whereas sort of before I like didn't really feel very good about myself and, and stuff like that. So yeah, it, it gave me a purpose really. And it taught me like respect for others. It taught me like the discipline and, um, yeah, it just taught me to, to, yeah, be a, be a strong person and, and to, and to carry on. But people don't like admit, um, about mental health and stuff like that, but doing the job I do and the experiences that I've had in the past, I've found that, that boxing is one of the biggest things that has helped people it's with helped, mental yeah. health problems yeah. and and it, it's sort of given people a, a positive aspect of their life and most people know that, that exercise in itself is good is good for the body, it's good for the mind, it increases like the release of endorphins and stuff like that. So yeah, it has helped me massively to, to be strong and, and to carry on. No, brilliant. Yeah, that's that's excellent. And it's good to hear, like, as well, like some of our listeners, um, like we've got school teachers and community organisations, and, and not only, it's good for them to hear it from a female perspective as well, because yeah. like a lot of us, like, they think it's male-dominant sport and that, but it's obviously the female side is on, well on the uprise and that. And we get often asked quite a lot of questions like about females doing it in schools, like the girls and stuff. And and you're a great role model for that to show like someone that's had a difficult past, um, that's used boxing to to better the, your life, and now look at what you've achieved. You know, a national status, like in a ring, and hopefully go on to world status yeah. and stuff like that. So it shows what the benefits of it has done, like that. So what what do you think, like boxing in schools? Do you, do you think it's a good idea? Do you think like, like yeah, actually, I think. I think it's a great idea because I've tried to get it so many times into the prison system mm. because um, I've had a friend that, that's been in prison herself and she came down the boxing club and it really, really helped her to, to stay on the straight and narrow. It took a while while to get there, but um, yeah, it really gave her something to distract her yeah, the from structure. crime. Yeah, the, the structure, the, the sort of discipline and it teaches you like respect in a way so um yeah it worked wonders for her so i've tried numerous times to to get it into the prison because a lot of the guys that i work with enjoy boxing and and they find it as a good outlet for aggression especially like people with adhd um and stuff like that but the, the prison system won't allow it because they look at it how the media might look at it and say that that they're then promoting violence yeah. but what people don't realise is that boxing doesn't necessarily have to be violent. It you don't have to be throwing punches at each other or or like fighting in the ring and stuff like that. It's not it's not always about that. Like doing pad work and and teaching people like teaching kids to listen. Like if it, some kids in class, if they're not interested in whatever they're learning, they're not paying attention. No. Whereas if they're doing the sport and they're interested in sport and they're interested in boxing. It teaches them like right from wrong in terms of like learning to to listen to people to to follow instructions to sort of demonstrate skills and stuff like that. So yeah, I think I think it's a great thing. Yeah. And it, in from what I've experienced, um, before I was involved in boxing, like when I was kickboxing, I did get involved in fights like out in the street and stuff like that. But then when I went to boxing. It, it taught me like respect for others and you don't just like randomly attack people and stuff like that and then I ended up finding myself when I did get into trouble if like I did get into a situation where it could have like broken out into a fight I would end up walking away because okay. I didn't want to I didn't want to fight like outside of the boxing ring no. I'd end up actually being the bigger person and walking yeah. away from it so 
in a sense for me, it, it distracts you from violence rather than taking you towards yeah, it. Yeah, it so, it's taught you the self-discipline, isn't it? And, yeah. And, and like the, con- the self-control, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. Like, because, uh, yeah, we get in the ring, we spar, we box. Like, but like, like I always explain to everyone, you never see an angry boxer. No. They're all composed. It, mm. It's such a disciplined... It's an art, isn't it? It's a mm. martial art, it's an art. And and it does, doesn't it? Like I remember, like I was the same when I was growing up. I used to have punch ups all the time, like on the street and stuff. And uh, then I started boxing, and 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 uh, not only you, you, also you know, like if you're a boxer and and you get caught doing stuff on the street, having punch ups, you'll probably be if you're not prosecuted by the police if you hurt someone, but but you'll be kicked out if you club because your club won't stand for it. You lose your um, license. And that's well. it. Yeah. You're as a boxer, if you are caught, you will have your you'll have your license revoked from you. Um which and that ends up being because of the the focus and the love for the sport that you that you that, that grows in you. That that's more to you than worrying about someone calling you a dickhead. Yeah. Isn't it though? But yeah. it is, isn't it? Like yeah. and then losing your temper and and having a fight, it, it, like yeah. what 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 the sport means to you, it brings so much to to everything that it's more to you than what any what you, anyone can call you or whatever they can do to you. You just find an alternative, don't you? Yeah. But no, that's great. That was a great answer. So, so final last one. What do you think of your coach? What do I think? Put me on the spot with this one. <laughs> He's a dickhead. No, He's joking. a dickhead. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. No. Um, no good. I did. I was actually thinking earlier that I keep putting all these posts up and keep saying about boxing and stuff. But I've actually realised I've not said anything about my coach. <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> but, about me though. It's not. But no, well. like I was reflecting today um, on the difference from when I sparred Chantel in comparison to um, today compared to when I last sparred her with my previous coach. Mm. And I feel like now I've come on leaps and bounds. I'm doing things now that I didn't even think about doing yeah. like previously with, with other coaches and stuff like I'm working a lot more on like going to the body now my head movement's a lot better my shape my balance is a lot better and the only thing really that's changed is my coach mm. um, so yeah like Wayne thanks <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it's nice to know that I'm doing a good job then. Yeah. that's a no, good, it, that's a good I, I did realise yeah, it was I've only not, a little joke don't I that's why I no, no I did yeah. realise I've not really sort of praised you no, out, I don't need praise I don't need praise you you Doing what you've seen you over these two days was enough praise for me. Like what you've done, like yeah. the way you you're coming on, and everything. And then if we get the if, when we finally get this journey going, that that's enough reward for me. I get more reward out of seeing you, mm-hmm. you and all the boxers that I, I'm involved with um, progress. I don't like, of course, like like people say to me, "Would you prefer in a box? Like, what would you get most out of coaching?" Like, it might sound selfish, but winning, right? Yeah. That's for for me is winning. Okay, yeah. I, we have to win. Um, like yes, don't get me wrong. Development of a boxer absolutely like is key. I want to see them doing that, and I and I don't mind seeing a boxer lose in a bout if they've shown great development. But I am hungry for a win. Mm. But I get more, I get more out satisfaction out of seeing you guys get your hand raised or your progression than than what I ever did as when I was boxing. Like the the, the adrenaline rush that it gives you. Um, but yeah, no, that's all I need. But, but well, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really be here these last couple of days if it wasn't for you. No, you no. Sp- sponsored the, yeah. the cost of my hotel. Um, Olympia Boxing did. Well, Oli- <laughs> <laughs> well Olympia Boxing um, covered the cost of, of my hotel, um, yeah. which at the moment I wouldn't have been able to do because no, to be here I've had to take a week 
of off work unpaid. Mm. Um, so I'm losing a week's week's mm. wages anyway. But the development, like we what like we discussed, the development that you're going to be getting for your career. Yeah, that's invaluable, isn't it? Yeah, so, exactly. Right, and like we've discussed that already, haven't we? So now. Yeah what a good trip it's been and and uh, we have we have to 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 get improved like i'm a big i've always been a big advocate with anyone that i've trained to for to get them to improve they have to be sparring with the best and even if that means people that are uh, are getting the better of them and stuff like that that's mm. that's how they develop if you if you're just in the gym all the time in your own comfort zone um like winning spars or not so much winning because it's not about winning or losing but getting the best being the best in the spars like doing what you want and stuff like not finding it challenging and stuff mm. like that you don't ever improve so no, exactly no, yeah. good. all right lou i think um we'll wrap it up there um just before we do though so uh so if people want to follow your journey like even just following not even like but or sponsoring but just following just so they can see what you're up to what social media how can they follow you uh, i'm on facebook as louise boxer Orton, and i'm on instagram as louise underscore champ one um if you can't find me on there if you've got wayne um you can find me on wayne's friend list cool yeah um so uh yeah so if you're looking for louise like if you want my my personal stuff obviously i've got wayne smith personal on facebook at instagram and uh twitter i'm at wayne smith underscore 85 and then with all our olympia boxing stuff obviously there's facebook olympia boxing cic the community group that i always tell you about and uh, instagram and twitter we are at olympia boxing so i'm hoping that you've enjoyed this podcast you've heard a great interview where you've heard the the journey of a boxer that's um come from a pretty tough background to reaching the height of national champion, world champion in the kickboxing discipline as well, and now becoming a professional boxer. And for like the school teachers that are listening, like you can listen and see how this this sport has changed, changed this female's life. So that let's get it involved with more more young girls, so we can help them as well. Um, please, if you could rate and review this podcast, this really helps with the audience, like with the growth, like getting it out to further afield, so it can help other people. It's all free content. And um, yeah, guys, so this is a little bonus feature that I'll get straight out. And next week, we, I think on Tuesday, the podcast I'm releasing is with Swell Community Leisure as well. So, so lots of great guests coming up. So take care. Speak soon. Ta-da.